All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 395 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. We're five away from 400. Five away from 400. Very, very, you know, interesting and exciting because, you know, when I first started this podcast, I didn't think it was going to get this far, but I don't want to get too much into that, but just five away from 400 is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> if this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller over here. We talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Today, we're going to talk some Georgia Southern football because one of my favorite players on that um played for georgia southern the past few years is retiring he's walking away from football and uh we're going to talk about what does that mean for the georgia southern eagles going forward especially with the running you know attack is still one of the most prominent things in georgia southern football we're going to talk about what this mean and uh and how things are going to flourish now are things going to take a step back what does it mean overall so we're going to get into all of that um over here, you can find me on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And like I said, you know, we 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 talk about football, everything under that umbrella. I did didn't mention I did talk about this on a short. I did a short video on this on YouTube, but I want to go more extensive with it because it does mean something for the team at the end of the day. Because we still have running backs that are that are going to be running the rock for George Southern, but uh. We're we're still going to be down a man, so um, I think Will's going to probably run some type of running back by committee. But I think that's going to change now, especially with JD King is out. So um, let's go ahead and get into this because I'm, I'm already rambling about it. JD King, let me give you some background about him. He started off playing at Oklahoma State, was it um, came out of Fitzgerald, Georgia, went to Oklahoma State, played very well for his freshman year, um, played 12 games, had 99 attempts for 469 yards. Average almost five yards a carry, four touchdowns, had eight catches for 50 yards, and a touchdown reception. So, playing at Oklahoma State, J.D. King was one of those guys that could have been one of the Oklahoma State's, you know, top premier running backs if he would have stayed. Uh, he also played his sophomore year, played eight games on, on, in that um, that uh, time uh, on the team. Only had 43, 43 carries for 153 yards. His production went down a little bit. Well, his carries went down as well. Didn't have a touchdown. Had six receptions for 92 yards, but had two touchdown receptions. So, for overall, he still was fairly productive. Now, there was a big deal about him leaving Oklahoma State, coming down to Georgia Southern, because a lot of Oklahoma State uh, fans really liked him. And I, I rightfully so. I mean, he played pretty good for them. And But for him being a sophomore, going to his junior year, he wanted to come back towards the, you know, the Georgia area where he's from. And there was a big deal about this at one point. I mean, I think he his transfer didn't get approved to almost like, 10 or seven days prior to the season start it was a big i remember i talked about that on on this on this uh on the youtube channel at one point i thought it was like a really big deal so uh um when he stepped on the field at georgia southern man it, it was a change of you know pace when it came to running the ball i mean we already had a guy like you know um Wesley Kennedy, who was actually really good at running the ball. I mean, he was Mr. Do-It-All. And then you had Wesley Fields, another guy who was a somewhat of a, a, a balanced power back, I guess that makes sense, that was able to get, get away from defenses with speed, but he also had the power to get through some tackles. J.D. King was a hammer. I mean, he just ran through people at times when need be. And when he got in the open field, I mean, it was almost a wrap. So his junior year, when he stepped on the field, he played 12 games, 185 carries for 804 yards, 
4.3 yards to carry, eight touchdowns. He also caught two catches for 14 yards. This is with him splitting carries with other players. Because Georgia Southern is one of these teams, you know, we basically just had um, one guy who was thunder, another one was lightning, another guy who could catch out the backfield. But we ran the ball a lot through the option. And J.D. King fit right fit very well with the team. I mean, he came in and he produced at a high level. And I think if he got a, a couple more uh, touches, I mean, if he got up to the 200, 215, um, you know, 215 attempts, we could have been touching close to a uh, thousand yards. Uh, but that was a really good productive season. Um, twenty twenty, he came in, played only seven games, was on his way. I believe he was on his way to a thousand yard season because in the seven games that he played, one hundred and sixteen carries, six hundred twenty five yards, five point four yards a carry, five touchdowns, three receptions for fourteen yards. I mean, but this is the season where he went down with the knee injury and we were all worried about how that's going to go. And it kind of, it was kind of a bittersweet moment because even though we did do pretty well in the, you know, this season, I think we ended up winning the RL carrier bowl. It just wasn't the same because he was our guy. And um, we kind of know how the 2021 season went. he only had, we played four games, 27 carries, 112 yards, which is actually impressive coming bouncing back from a knee injury. Um, two touchdowns and two receptions for 17. Uh, 2021 was a limited season for him. And, you know, he did not um, play as much. There was a lot of turmoil going on. We went three and nine. I mean, everything about that season was kind of weird. I mean, we lost some, we lost a lot of players. We gained some more players. And for 2022, with all the other running backs that was here, the Jalen Whites, the Gerald Greens, you know, we got the Omari Arnold, uh, Terrence Gibbs coming in. Uh, also, um, I think Tyler Jordan, I think he's another running back we have. We don't talk about him enough. But um, with all that coming in, where does J.D. King fit? Um, to be quite honest, I mean, the way it looks like, I thought it was going to be a situation where we were just going to have two bell cows running the ball, J.D. King and Jalen White and have J uh, Gerald Green come in every now and then on third down. That kid can run the ball. Man, Gerald Green is it's, it's amazing. But nevertheless, we'll, we'll get to his uh, spotlight at another time. But unfortunately, I this is my, my personal opinion. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's gospel, and I don't want to put this out here in a bad light because I love J.D. King. I love what he was able to do for the team. I mean, he helped us play at a high level when needed be. But um, I'm not sure if he was the same after the knee injury. I mean, once the knee injury was over, I mean, he came back, he tried to play a little bit in 2021, but uh, it just wasn't the same. You know, it, it, it just it, it just didn't pan out the way we thought it would. And uh, fortunately, he ended up um, walking away from the game. Put a statement out on Twitter and uh, the, you know, it was a really cool tweet that he put out letting everybody know that he was walking away from the game. Um, I will put that link down in the description. I'm not going to sit here and read it out loud or just read it for a long because it's a pretty good read. Um, if you really, you know, want to go back and, you know, look at it, it's, it's not a long statement, but it, it is a good statement. And I'm actually really, um, I'm, I'm really thankful for what, what he put out because it's, it just goes to show at the end of the day, he really, you know, wanted to play and uh, it just, 
was not able to at the end of the day. He decided to walk away from the game. And I'm not saying that he's not able to because of injury. It's a lot of um, a lot of factors go into it. And I think it's best for him because I think that he would have been a real good asset for the team. My personal assessment, I'm not saying that this is gospel, but I just feel like he wasn't the same because of the injury. And I'm not sure if he was going to be able to be back 100%. So that's just my assessment. I, I will take the blame if I'm wrong. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just here to give you my assessment and my opinion of things. And uh, I'm not trying to say anything that's that's bad or, or anything of that nature. But I just want to know that for me, I felt like that's that's where it was for me. I, that, that's the first thing that crossed my mind when, when I uh, saw that. But... I think he's going to be uh, pretty um, pretty stout wherever he goes. I think he's going to make an impact wherever he goes. He's going to be great whatever he touches. J.D. King is epitome of, you know, first-class Georgia Southern man. Is what we at Georgia Southern always been always strive for for every recruit, every player that puts on that, that helmet and that blue and white, go out on that field and play. We always strive for you know, the best in players. It's one thing I loved about coach Chad Lunsford. I mean, there's, there's times like this when I look at JD King and I think back about coach Chad Lunsford and what he was able to bring to the table as far as good, humble, you know, athletic, hardworking players. And it's, it's just something that Despite how 2021 went down and, and which Coach Chad Lunsford um, end up moving on, you know, with the whole situation. J.D. King reminds me of a time where when we were able to look at our players and we could, you know, actually relate to them because they we felt like these these guys that are on the field are no bigger than the next man that's next to them. They didn't feel that they were bigger than uh, the the game of football. We all related to them for every game that we went to, to everything that we, you know, you know, every time we saw them on, you know, anytime through social media, none of these guys felt like they were bigger than the, the bigger than the program. You know, they just they just never felt like, and, and when it got to the point where it started to feel like that, that's when things fell apart. But I don't really want to talk about like that, the early 2021 season. You know, when you go back and you look at the two and 10 turnaround to 10 and three and everything that happened between that and the RL Carrier Dome, uh, RL Carrier um, Bowl, even the Cure Bowl, you know, we didn't win the Cure Bowl. When you look at us, the Camellia Bowl victory, you know, the the time we beat Appalachia State at, at, at Boone, North Carolina, you know, the blowouts that we had when we beat up on um, we beat up on Georgia State, you know, and when we also, you know, end up winning the RL Carrier Bowl, you know, the Camellia Bowl was just fantastic. And then turn back around, you know, we win another bowl game. It's just all that right there was just a really good time. And J.D. King was, you know, was one of those, was a part of that moment. Even when it was such big news when he got the transfer to, um, when he got the transfer approved. It was a really big deal. It was like a celebration that, hey, one of our guys is coming home. From Fitzgerald, Georgia, he's coming home to play in the state that he wants to play football in. And we made it a big deal because, 
now we have one of our guys and he's going to help play the game at a high level and and that's what he did he made it happen he helped us tremendously and not only like with like i said with him you know it just it just reminds me of a good time like we have coach clay hilton now but when you look at a guy like chad lunsford or when you look at jd king you think of uh chad lunsford the good times that we had here at georgia southern it was it was a it was a great time at the end of the day it was a really good moment. I mean, those those first few weeks of 2021 does not define everything that happened during that coaching, you know, era. But I feel J.D. King, not only with him, you know, playing at a high level, but his story of him coming from uh, Oklahoma State to Georgia Southern is a part of that whole situation from 27, late 2017 to the end of or the first part of 2021. It's not one of our shining moments at Georgia Southern because I, I've been around since the 80s and I remember, you know, I've, I've been watching Georgia Southern for so long. I remember, you know, the national championships at the FCS level, the 1AA level. I remember, you know, the the blowouts that we had of Savannah State or beating up on Appalachian State going back and forth with them or, you know, the, you know, all the great games we had. And it's, you know, I remember those good times. But that time... The 2017, late 2017, early 2021, it was a special time at the end of the day. And I, I don't think Coach Chad Lunsford didn't get enough credit, like real credit for what he's done for the or for the program. Um, a lot of people look at Coach Lunsford for the man that he is, and he's a great, great man. He's built up a lot of great players that walked through that door uh, of being an eagle. But those, you know, those few years he was here, I think he he did a pretty good job overall. And I like I said, J.D. King is just a part of that story because when you look at what J.D. King was able to do from coming from Oklahoma State and helping this team, you know, be respected in some ways, it, it's like I said, it's all about that, all about that. You know, so when you do think about J.D. King, think of all the good times that we had when we, you know, beat up on our rivals, when he ran the football like he was a man possessed, when he was able to, you know, put things in, you know, to lock a game down with this running game and and, and, and uh, we end up crowning that king every time he made a touchdown. You know, it, it, it was a good time. So now, before I close, I'll say this. Where do we go from here? Now we got four running backs. We have four running backs for George Southern that all of them could be running back number one if 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 need be. You know, uh, Jalen White. You also have Gerald Green, which right now uh, I just seen on Georgia Southern football's Twitter that these two guys are going to be on the Doak Walker watch list. Don't be surprised. These guys can play some ball. These guys could run the rock, both of them. I watched them. Then you got the other two guys. I just made an episode about them, Omari Arnold and Terrence Gibbs. What are they going to do? You know, are they going to get some time at the, you know, once, you know, it's it's garbage time. We're going to put those guys out there to run the, run the clock out. Or are they going to, you know, surprise a lot of people and be too good to keep on the sideline? I mean, you just never know, especially with a new coach with Kelly Helton. We don't know if it's going to be traditional seniority or is it going to be, hey, the best man is going to be out there playing. But that's another story for another day. I don't really want to get into that. But those are the guys that we're looking into right now since J.D. King is not going to be here. Jalen White, Joe Green, Omari Arno, and uh, Terrence Gibbs. So I just did an episode on Terrence Gibbs and, and uh, Omari Arno. 
Maybe I'll do one once again on Jalen White and Gerald Green when it gets closer to the season. But um, it's, it, it, the, the running back position has been left in good hands. We've been left with a treasure trove of talent with these four guys. And J.D. King was one of those guys that, you know, helped pave the way. He really did. Thank you, J.D. King, for all you've done for the last three, four years for Georgia Southern. We really, really appreciate you. I, we can't thank you, guys, thank you enough. Can't thank you enough for all the you know contributions you've done on and off the field. And I know you'll continue to contribute in whatever way you can to help us continue to be a decent program. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It's episode 395. We're five away from 400. Uh, I'm also on YouTube and Rumble. I can be found on uh, the podcast avenues, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We talked about J.D. King today, and uh, I think, you know, with him retiring, I mean, his, his career has been cut a little short. I gave you my reasons why. It is not to cash aspersions on him or anything. I don't know for sure, but that's just my opinion. But I think at the end of the day, he, he left his mark on Georgia Southern football. And in some ways, Oklahoma State as well, because he, he did pretty good at Oklahoma State as a freshman. So, uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be playing ball. You know, he's retiring, but we'll see what he does in his endeavors. We definitely will be following him, whatever he does. All right, y'all. I hope you guys enjoy your Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can hit all the links down in the description if you want to support in any way or form or fashion. I will really appreciate it. I will see you guys on Friday where, you know, we'll probably find something else to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find a topic to talk about or we just may do a free for all and just, you know, just randomly talk about, you know, Falcons of Georgia Southern. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Y'all be blessed. Peace.